Hello. Hi, friends. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. I don't know anymore. Welcome I really to don't your know. No longer undefeated favorite podcast. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if USF realizes that because they continue to put out graphics about the two lane game, saying we're still undefeated. It's very annoying. What graphic did they put out? They put out one on Facebook saying that uh, your undefeated Bulls take on Tulane this Saturday. This basically, they just never took it back and re-edited it. It did, it did, it did. That seems less than ideal. Did they delete it? I don't think so. They did delete another post though. <laughs> <laughs> it was up for exactly fifty-six minutes, and they were getting fucking roasted. Oh my god! I've, I never <laughs> seen someone even get roasted that hard that fast. It wasn't like. Kind of sort of racist on accidentally on purpose. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was bad. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a good catch by you with the screenshot, by the way. Oh, yeah. No. So <laughs> it was from you. You quote retweeted it or you did something to it. And then I went into the tweet and yeah, it was still looked, it was still there. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, well, shit, I got to. <laughs> well, yeah. I got to do this. And then by the time I saw it, I clicked it. And I was like, shit, they got rid of it. Oh, well, I got to do rid that. Of it to the point where you couldn't see the replies. My old ass phone still like will show deleted tweets, but it won't show the replies to it. Same. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's the same. Um, welcome to the Bluminati Podcast presented by RP Electrical Solutions, LLC. 813-426-6592. Find them on Facebook, ads. RP Electrical Solutions, LLC. That phone number again is 813-426-6592. So uh, can I call RP Electrical Solutions to bring a little spark to my offense and perhaps my defense and especially my secondary? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> <but> true. <laughs> the secondary is roasted, so you're probably going to need new wires. Oh, oh so. So, yeah. Um, well, no, it's, I think I said this in the Slack channel earlier. It's, you know what? I'm tired of hearing the bad things about the defense because Charlie Strong is not known as a defensive minded coach. Wait a minute. That's all he's known for. Way to tick. That and turtlenecks and buttoning up too high. Um, Being an insanely thick dude. Oh, God, Derek King. Oh, God, he just scored again. Oh, dear Lord. Um, I just want to pull up this real, uh, this quote that we found from a story from like 2012. Um, we didn't, have it's, this is point. pertaining to the antichrist skip Holtz. Uh, <laughs> first of all, almost beat someone as stupid. This isn't some little FCS school who isn't expected to hang in there with the big boys. Second of all, USF should have won. Louisville was begging to lose this game. They have no killer instinct whatsoever. Parentheses buyer beware on Charlie strong. And then they went through the motions for long stretches of the game. I came away thinking uh, that Louisville is horribly overrated. Uh oh, was that I the think, Louisville that went on to win a Sugar Bowl? Uh, yeah, against <laughs> whom? Florida, I believe. I believe it was University, University of Florida. Was it Alligators? Florida. Yes, it was. Was that uh, without Muschamp? Was that that year? No, twelve. Twelve without Urban. I don't know. Let's yeah, I want to say that was. Wait a minute, no, this, that was, no, wait, no, no. He went. To, he won the Sugar Bowl. Charlie won the Sugar Bowl in 13, 14, 15, 16. He was in Texas. Seventeen, eighteen. He's been with us, so it was a year away from them winning the Sugar Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Um, Almost like we could look this up. So right, we could, but that would require uh, killer instinct. Um, I think we've kind of seen that. I think fans have mentioned 
that numerous times that Charlie just wants to win. He doesn't want to destroy any teams. And uh, in college football, where style points actually do matter, regardless of what anyone says, whatever the CFP says, beating UConn by eight is not impressive. And this is what happens. You know what is impressive? Let me give you Derek King's numbers here. Please don't. 28 of 40. Ow. 419 yards, 10.5 yards per attempt, five TDs, two picks. Rushing, 12 carries for 132. That's 11 yards per tote, two touchdowns along a 47. That 47, that seems that seems to stick out a little bit for some reason to me. I, I'm trying to think of which play that would be. Oh, that would be the one where he completely evaporated our entire defense by himself yeah. because we can't tackle. You know what? And you actually have the touchdowns mixed up. The 47 was on the first drive. The one you're thinking of was just a 37. It was just yard. a 37? It was oh. just a 37-yard touchdown apologies. on uh, fourth and seven. Um, we got a yard. Where I on. Th- let me get a, Let me go find the, the bigger number here. What was the yards per play? Oh, I think I 7.6 yards per play. USF had 5.5. They ran 90 plays for 682 yards. Jesus. I mean, good God, man. So, kids, whenever we were bitching about every single game up until this point, this is what we were talking about. I mean, I thought we'd lose, but I, I, thought, we'd we be, would. I thought we'd be more competitive. I yeah. thought it'd be a better football game. I didn't think we'd be down 14 nothing and, like, scrambling our jets right away. Um, I thought we'd be able to get off the field occasionally on third and long. Nope. That first drive, those, the two fir- third and longs converted on the first drive. It was like, oh, that's going to come back to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, so on the that first drive of the first quarter, they converted three on that first drive. Um, a third and ten after uh, Derek King ran a QB power that I mentioned last week that they would run, and it got stuffed. And then they ran a jet sweep that got stuffed. And then third and ten. USF gets pressure, but a wide receiver behind the DB get he gets behind the DB, scrambles to his right, and he finds him right on the sideline. For it was a great play by De'Ara King, and um, I think that's the theme. It was just a great play after play after play by De'Ara King. He always made the right decisions. And what stuck out to me when I watched the game back was how often uh, he threw the ball away. Mm-hmm. Typically, you'll right. see guys just run to the sideline and run out of bounds, or they'll try to do something stupid. And he uh, he was smart, and he threw the ball away, lived to see another down. There was a play where the Houston's offensive line thinks that the Bulls jumped offside. They stay down. Refs don't call it. USF flushes them out of the pocket, tosses it away. No harm, no foul, and they move on. The amount of control that that kid has over that offense right now is pretty terrifying. So I was in the uh, the end zone. If you were watching on TV, I was in the left end zone. So if you're going, so Houston was going, if Houston's going right to left, like they were in the opening drive and we're sitting there going, uh, I mean, these guys are open. And every time there was a guy and it wasn't just that. Houston had guys open. It's that they were a step and a step and a half behind the deepest defender over and over and over again. Like it wasn't like, oh, it was great coverage and and a kid just goes up and makes a play. We weren't even in the neighborhood of being able to get near these guys. You know, I mean, I I was just. And it's not like Houston is Alabama. They're a good team, but they're they're not unbeatable. No, and it's a team that USF should be able to hang with. Oh, and by yes. the way, their best player didn't play. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget that Let's part. Let's not forget like, that. Yeah, that ACL looked pretty goddamn good when he's jumping up and down on the sidelines, though. Yeah. I mean, I just the offense caught a break without Ed Oliver playing, and uh, they sputtered once again. Uh, sacks and penalties once again in the first quarter stall out. USF scored three points in the last four games in the first quarter, and the three points was versus Tulsa. So it's <laughs> another another slow start. And Blake Barnett said after the game that it was probably the most complete offensive performance that they had, except for the red zone and for the turnovers. So you know, I don't, except, I, for, <laughs> except for the most. Other than that, shit, Mrs. Yeah. Lincoln, exactly. how was the play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, the Bulls had two fourth quarter possessions. Uh, picked Wait a minute, and how can fumbled. it be complete? They went three and out in the first two times they touched the ball. That's what he's saying. That this was no in the fourth quarter. Oh, oh, in the fourth, in the fourth, quarter. fourth quarter, the Bulls when they came. Oh, you mean when they that fifth gear did, that they never need, but never yeah, tested, when the but, game was yeah. getting close to being out of reach. Uh, mm, better start. The playing. Bulls really put it out of reach for themselves with an interception in the end zone. Blake going to freshman Zion Roland gets picked off, and then Blake. Uh, it hurts me to say this. Uh, pulls a Sean King. No. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How dare you? That hurt. That hurt me to say, guys, but that was that was it. That, on the week of the Tulane game. I know. I know. I'm sorry, Sean. Not okay. But, I, I mean, that's you, basically Sean. what it was. So, to be fair to this offense, and um, that's hard for me to do, but no Tyree for most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, no St. Felix to stretch the field yep. to give them a, a, a deep threat, especially down, down the sideline on the, on the wide or on the boundary side. Um, I, but still like you should be able to make more progress in this, but honestly the offense looks like it's stuff that can be corrected. There's depth there and they can find ways to make it happen. You can't give up 57 and you can't give it up so efficiently where on third down they can go, okay, let's run the throw to the guy on the sideline. Cause he's going to be open play. Cause that was, I was every play. I mean, it wasn't like they were doing these like crazy seam routes and like, you know, running crossing routes and stuff like that, or like, you know, backs in the flat on a wheel or something. It's just, Oh, the X receiver, the Z receiver is going to be open. And we're going to throw him the ball on the sideline first down. Um, to your point, Colin, uh, without Tyree McCants and Randall St. Felix, who have been a huge part of this offense, I want to uh, give you the, the their target numbers. Uh, combined, they have 104 targets. It takes four people to match those two targets. Sure. Uh, so Darnell Solomon has 40, Mitchell Wilcox 36, Stanley 20, Raisheen 16. And... Uh, Without those two guys, you're you're left you're floating in the breeze to get as they say to get 36. I mean, on not a great 5.5 yards per play, especially when they're going to play a little bit of soft there. Um, not great, but you can you can find some excuses for the offense. But but this defense 57 and looking just I mean program it, record 57's program record 600 and whatever yards it was. Um, it, was, it must have been getting close to that FSU game. That's probably the, the worst I've ever seen a defense play. Yeah, that was right there. I mean, that was well. That was four seventy eight on the ground. Yeah, this was six eighty two total. Um, not good enough. Just nowhere near good enough. So we can we've got problems with the offense, and that's the issue. But what really got exposed, I think, on Saturday was the defense. Yep. Um, so are we going to mention or talk about the shove? Yes. Yes. So. I heard about it when I was in the stands. Um, 
And I was, my first reaction was, well, good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, a little fire <laughs> under somebody's ass. I like it. Somebody's out there saying that this is a bullshit. Um, and I, I don't know what the relationship is with Khalid McGee and Blue Adams. And then all I hear about is how USF, like we read too much into social media and we think too much about social media because that we, how we cover the team and we read, we follow all the players. And then all of a sudden Khalid McGee quits out an apology on social media, which seemed to be clearly authorized by the team. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, the, to that point, I do think he kind of, I do think he meant it. Um, I think the more interesting part, um, is that was, he's probably right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, he's not I'm, on the field. He's not on the field. His team's getting their ass kicked and nobody's getting close to tackling anybody or covering anything. He's pissed off. Was it, did they score on the first four drives? They scored on the first two. Uh, it goes they did. TD, TD, punt, punt, pick. So drive chart for Houston. Two quick t- touchdowns. And then the defense adjusts. Two quick three and outs. Um, and then the pick by Mikhaila Point, who sets up Johnny Ford's uh, rushing touchdown on the very next play. And then you guys want to see the rest of the... Oh, do tell, sir. All right. So we have, after that interception, touchdown, touchdown, Hail Mary at the end of the half. That gets picked off. Um, uh, safety off the Vincent Davis downs it at the one because it was a fantastic punt by Tr- uh, Aussie Trent Snyder. And then after that safety, uh, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown game. No, excuse me. Touchdown, 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 touchdown game and that final drive was was a masterpiece 12 plays 49 yards took up 710 that's an army drive right there yeah the fact that they can throw it over your head and army you no bueno which was the two-pointer Oh man! Oh, the two-point conversion. Oh, that was a that, dagger. Oh, that was it was, double? It was like it was in the other end zone. Was, I couldn't see. It, it, was, it was like a double flip, right? It was basically uh, a knockoff version of the Philly special. Okay. Derek fakes it to the running back and then throws it behind him to the wide receiver. The wide receiver loops around, and then he really has two options to throw right, it to, and he just it. kind of flips it to the the far guy. Uh, basically. Just chip shot it to a guy that was standing there uncovered, <laughs> waiting for it. Yeah, both USF defenders go up to stop him and he just lobs it over their head and God. it was flawless. It, Great was, play it was a really good no, play. It was a really good play. I just, it was a really good us. play. So when when that happens and then you see what we do on second down when we go to the Wildcat, you look at the difference in creativity between what Houston does uh-huh. and what we do. And I have better athletes and they have better place to execute too, but um mm-hmm. They do. They got better. Pl- Look, man. I know, I know. They got players, dude. That team can go. You know, and we can too if we only had better execute. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> I agree. We don't put the talent that we have in the place to be, but especially this weekend with with St. Felix and McCants being down. Um, so that's tough. Looking forward, do we lick our wounds or do we just take it the fuck out on Tulane? Uh, dude, are we sure we're, we're are we sure we're winning this weekend? Because I'm not. Can, I didn't say. Can that. we I take anything out on any team? Because this team has not shown that they can do that. The the team individually, I believe, can. I don't know if they'll be allowed to. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's the to the field goal after the safety. Jesus um, Christ! Yes. I don't, I don't that get was it. in our end zone. You so. get a fantastic. So you get the, uh, there's a penalty on Houston. So they were backed up even further on the, on the safety punt. Right. 
you get a fantastic return by Bentley Sanders Mm -hmm. and you settle for a field goal. Yeah. That was the, the play calling on that series. And by the way, the third and 10 is an absolute atrocity because they went check with me. I mean, we're standing there as the play clock is winding down because they snapped it with one. Yep. And we're standing there going, oh my God, they're really going check with me here. I, we couldn't believe it. And then I don't know if Blake changed the protection or if they had the running back change the protection on the play, but we're just freaking out. And then of course, when you go check with me on third and 10, you're thinking, all right, well, they're going to throw it to the other side of the field or they're going to call screen. And there was a little room there where they could get to the one and still get a first down without a touchdown. So it wasn't like straight goal line, but it was pretty close. Um, and, and then they, or, or I'm sorry. No, I think it was goal. I think that was goal. There was another situation where they were close, but th- I think that it was, was the, that was, yeah. the, you've um, got the two drives flipped, but then they go and we just jam it into the left side of the line on a check with me in that spot where, <laughs> it's third down. If you're going to kick the field goal on fourth down anyway, then you have to find a way to put the ball on the end zone and running the ball there. After you go to the sideline and change the play, the guys on the sideline should know what to do. Even if you have to call timeout there, you don't want to, but you have to put a play where the ball goes in the end zone there and to just jam it in. And did they even get a yard? Like um, They got two. And uh, uh, to your point, the, the calling a timeout, USF had used a timeout on that sure. previous Houston drive right. on uh, the fourth and seven because they were caught by surprise that Houston was going for it. They didn't have a defensive tackle in. USF had to call a timeout. Charlie freaked out. On, I saw, yeah, I did see them freaking out. Yeah, uh, on defensive tackles coach uh, Demon Cogdell, I believe he's the DT uh, coach because he didn't have someone in there, and so USF calls a timeout. USF stops De'Ara King, and then they don't stop De'Ara King, and then De'Ara King puts a spin move on the DB, and he's in for a touchdown. And then after that drive, USF drives down and kicks the field goal again. So they had they had two chances inside the ten. Um, where they did not succeed, and uh, I want to I want to talk about the Wildcat play, which was on second down of that. It was, it, it was uh, the previous series, the previous USF series. All right, so USF. Um, it was after the the safety. Okay, All right, it was to... the drive immediately after the safety. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, second, second and one from the Houston four yard line. Okay. Johnny Ford on first down gets nine uh, gets nine yards to make it second and one, and they hurry up. They looks like they already they already knew what they were going to do, and it was a wildcat. It was just a power run to the left, and everyone it didn't succeed. Obviously, everyone blew up the call. Looking back at it, Tyne Mitchell Wilcox blows the block, absolutely whiffs on it. There's no chance for that play to succeed when he fails to make the the one crucial block that would spring Johnny Ford because if Johnny Ford gets that block he's beating the linebackers to the corner for at least the first down if not the touchdown on that play so Wilcox goes and we watched you and I watched it and saw possibly two different things we're zone blocking right okay so everybody pulls that way which generally leaves the the left defensive end unblocked when we all down block to the right. And then Wilcox, I saw it. And then I saw him go get a linebacker. It's because he I, like fell. It, so he, he whiffs, he whiffs so he bad, so bad that I was like, there's no way he whiffed it that bad. And, and he just missed his assignment because like he clearly could have just hit the guy. So I thought that maybe 
it was like we were supposed to read off of that guy or something was supposed to be the unblocked. And then Mitch is like reaching for the for the second level. But I, I have no idea what happened there. But I think you might be right. He might have just whiffed it. And he, he stumbles forward into the next block is right. basically what happens. And uh, I mean, offensive coordinator Sterling Gilbert gets crushed on it from social media because why are you calling Wildcat on second and one? Swear to God, guys, it would have worked. Got to execute. <laughs> Literally, that's what it, <laughs> honest to God came down to. If you execute the block, that's what's going to happen. I'll, I'll, I will, I would guarantee you, Mitch would say the exact same thing. So on the, we're on not the saying any. Seven, yeah, on the fourth and seven. Guess what? That's a good defensive call. You had you had them behind the line with their hands on the quarterback. Multiple players. That's good. You just got to pull him down. Like, like that play was like uh, in Madden when you you still need a score. So you kind of let them score quickly and you just hit the X button to dive tackle and not actually try to make the tackle. That's basically what happened. So, uh, so yeah. And then on the following third and four, Kronk, uh, he looks like he's going to bounce it to the outside because he does have it, it is sealed. He just has to beat one man and he takes it inside between the right guard and the right tackle and is met by a linebacker and it's stopped. That's the what I'm thinking on that Wildcat play is if you're calling Wildcat on second and one, I'm thinking you may you go for it. You just got nine. You may go for it. I, this could be four down territory. If you're playing a Wildcat on second and one, you got to go for it. I think you, the, the thought process is, okay, let's just go for it. We're going to try this. If it doesn't work, we still have two more downs to do this. Right. And it, uh, man, I mean, you guys heard it at the top from that quote from a story from six years ago from yeah. about Charlie strong. Charlie. I mean, it's just, yeah. our game mat. We, we strangle the life out of these games. We overmanage, we over, we over, we overdo it. And sometimes you just got to, Look, they're backed up. You just got a safety. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're backed up. Like, make them go the whole way. If, I mean, and if guess what? If you don't feel like your defense can at least get some kind of stop or get in the way when they got to go 96, 97 yards, then you're not winning anyway. So just attack and try and get seven because three isn't really going to help you in that spot when you're down five. Yep. And then, it, you know, the next USF drive after Derek King's fourth and seven run. Johnny Ford scores on the play. Scores. How goddamn good is Johnny Ford. He's good. He's oh my good. god. He's five five, y'all. And his pass pro, pretty fucking good. He 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 sets low because he's five five and he knows it. <laughs> Actually, but he's, he's high. You just can't yeah. tell. <laughs> <laughs> he sets low for him. Uh, he gets low, and it's not like he's trying to upend a guy. He just tries to get. You know, lower man wins, and right. that's what Guess he does. What? That's what he does. And uh, so 160 pounds coming right at your goddamn knees. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, he scores. They call a hold penalty on Brad Cecil, and I don't see it. I asked Charlie about it, and he said, uh, I didn't really see it. It looked like someone just got knocked into him, um, and they thought he was holding because he got beat so bad. We saw a lot of holding all day. Yeah, that yeah was, only half of it got called. I would say less than half. Like, yeah. we, I don't know how it shows up on TV, but we were thinking, I mean, watching the game yeah. live, it looked like a, it looked like a lot more than usual, even by the standards of you can go holding on every play. But like, even by those standards, it seemed like they were letting a lot go in the they, trenches for sure. Yes, they were. And it, I'm not a refs fuck this guy, but like, we, we got a few more calls than Houston did on holding. I probably so. Yeah. Even on the, the, the wildcat play, there was a slight hold on 
Eric Mays, who got the start in place of Donovan Jennings. So I guess Eric Mays is completely healthy, y'all. Or something. Or something. <laughs> or something. Or something. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, Johnny Johnny Ford, second touchdown. The one where he loops around everyone. That was yes. fucking Oh, awesome. my Atlanta. And the crack block. Oh, yeah. my God, that block. I, I went nuts. I didn't even know who it was at first. And just, I mean play of the year like best block by a wide receiver all season it was oh yeah oh, oh for i mean it, there's really not much competition in that, He's got that, in that regard up, but yeah. It, yeah um it's there's so much promise with the young guys on this offense and charlie kind of alluded to it last week during his presser that well next year is gonna be good but i don't want to talk about next year well i think we may need about to start yeah. um Talking, there's just a lot of talent, a lot of young talent, especially on offense. And Wolf, the offense still is kind of good. They definitely weren't the problem um, this week for sure. They had their opportunities. I mean, they scored 36 points. You get seven taken off the board. 5.5 yards per play, coach. Also, uh, multiple short fields. Are you saying that the game in which a record was set against us for points scored isn't an offensive problem. <laughs> it's, it's shocking. I know. Is that oh. your professional opinion? It really, it truly, <laughs> truly is. Um, well, I mean, we once again don't have a defensive mind. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't get it. I, something, something needs to get happen because um, it's, it's not as magnetism that's keeping him here. Are we sure? How, how'd you feel about effort? Because I saw a couple where guys seem to be giving up behind the play. I'm saying uh, I was there. I mean, um, you can't always see it on TV. And, like, I saw a couple plays where guys behind the play were, on, especially defensively, were giving up behind the play. Yes. 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 I mean, uh, yeah, yes. Um, I think after that T.R. King run. Um, Jesus Christ, they'll take any one out of your sales. Yeah, I think but, that kind of. But there, I think there's more to it. Yeah. Um, putting Jamon Thomas at corner. Um, is probably what triggered Khalid McGee to push DB coach Blue Adams. Um, yeah, because it was right after Jamon got roasted again, and maybe like, what the fuck? Why? 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 Why, why is he out there? Why? Even with my added fifteen pounds, putting me back out there at in secondary, I don't know. Um, my Campton went out for a while and then came back in after the first quarter where he there was just a couple hitch routes that went for first down. So I guess he got pulled and didn't come back in until uh, much later in the game. Um, he got beat on a touchdown in my end zone too. Um, in the right or left corner, if you're going offensively, he definitely got beat boards too. In the Colin Sherman end zone. Um, in end zone. Ronnie Hoggins didn't have a good game. Nick Roberts for all of the tackles that he made um, over pursues. Yeah. Like Somebody nobody called Tyler else. Roberts in the stands on him. I was Damn, like, that is not cool, that's, man. man. That is that not is, okay. <laughs> man, that's a deep cut in, in both deep. senses. Yeah. In both senses of the, deep of the term. Deep. <laughs> All right. God dang. But man, he over-pursued. Like, it was just like, uh, I noticed it once or twice. And I was like, oh, well, let's just watch Nick Roberts and see what he does here. And it was over-pursued, over-pursued, over-pursued. And uh, Coach BJM, he said, I discipline was going to be key against Houston and it was again and uh, man it was it was uh, it was bad it was bad all around um, let's get into the some of the injuries that we've sustained because there's a 
What's wrong with Tyree? I'm worried. He was grabbing the side. Yeah, I I don't know, man. That was was a stitch. I mean, he's... When he was walking off the field, he was he had his hand on his side, just like right, like right here. Not great podcasting, but like right, it was button high on the side of his stomach. And I thought he uh, like bruised a rib or something, but maybe it was just a I don't know. Some uh, yeah. Coach Strong said he's a little banged up, but should be okay to go. Um, Randall Saint Randall Saint Felix was also on the travel roster and didn't travel, so who knows? Yeah, he didn't even travel. No. He didn't go. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Mitch, I don't know if you guys could see it on TV, but Mitch was dying out. Yeah. He was, he, he was hobbled. Barely he move. was hobbled up. Um, strong I mean, said he literally had to like skip to get to the sideline. So like where are all these injuries coming from? Football. Thank you, <laughs> professor. Uh, would this be game injuries or would this be something else? Um, Maryland. So I, <laughs> not, I mean, not that intense. Well, I we're not that. dirking in it out there. No, definitely not showing, uh, animals eating raw meat and fucking yelling at them to. But there's not a toxic culture at Maryland. Nope, nope, no, nope, nope, not nope. at all. Yeah, I don't um, know so I was, I was, I was going through my DMs and uh, <laughs> I saw. Uh, I had a conversation with someone and they pointed out to me uh, just something to keep an eye on. Watch the injuries this year. There might be more because a strength coach uh, is an idiot. That's the, that's the word this person used. We we don't hire strength coaches have to have. And uh, just watch the conditioning difference between coach O's group and Moore's group. Oh shit. Wow. Um, Now coach O let's face it. Rabdo a few times, Rabdo few not people. just at Oregon. Correct. Yeah. Correct as well. Yes. Yeah. I think, no, can we, true. we yes. can say that. Okay. We can say that. Uh, Rabdo happened not just at Oregon. Ra- Rabdo did not just happen at Oregon. Yes, that is true. Um, so we've, we've seen the multitude of injuries. We let, I mean, do you guys want to go down the list? We got Duran Bell, Jordan Crockwright missed the game. Elijah Mack. Uh, Dave Small missed the game. If they hurt my large adult, sorry, small adult son, Johnny Ford, I will fuck somebody up. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Apparently, Eric Mays was hurt. Kronk's been playing hurt. Uh, Mitch got hurt. Mitch has been hurt all uh, year. Randall St. Felix. Yeah. Uh, Raisheen Bronson was out. Um, let's see. Ooh. Uh, Bentley Sanders and Jamon Thomas were yeah. apparently injured. Yeah. Um, Pinkney missed a game. Nico Saltel's out for an extended period of time. I promise you he's not playing this week. I would bet Colin's life on it. Well, that's not. I've been calling lights on a long time. There's yep. some credence to what some, I was told back in July. Yeah. This has happened July 19th. Well, we we have not talked about this, but I, I I don't know. I start. You see a lot of kids coming into a game injured and not walking out of it injured necessarily. They're not, not like I'm saying they're not injured from the game. Something's happening. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of sprains, a lot of twists, a lot of fucking bruising of internal muscles, like except external muscles. I'm all right. (laughs) I think we're on dangerous ground here because I, it is really tough from where we are and with the access that we have to this program. I'm not gonna mean old fat white people. Well, that too, but don't lift. I'm not that old. Yeah, you are. So 27, fuck off. <laughs> you're too old to play college football unless you're Chris Winkie. Uh, actually, no. Trent Schneider's, I think, 28, so suck it. He's an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> He's also Australian, so there's that. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't he, like, wasn't he in the Army or some shit? No, he just, he just. Oh, he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to be Australian. He started, he, Trent, Trent uh, started his own construction company in Australia. Him, like, that's a big knife and started to come over here? Yeah. Okay. That got weird. 
Um, I, just, I think that was a Crocodile Dundee. It was, yeah, it was supposed crocodile to be a Crocodile Dundee. No, that's yeah, I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. um, but I just, like, with where we are in terms of access to the program, things like that, I think speculating on conditioning programs and injuries, um, we're getting in a real slippery slope. Yeah, no. Especially I, with sample size. I was just bringing it up. No, I, but, but it's fair because I, you see it and you go, I'd heard you're it. right, these kids are coming into the game hurt. Mm-hmm. And we're missing a lot of bodies, missing a lot of time right now. So I think it's fair to ask, but I don't think we have answers. No, no, no. I'm not. You I'm know, not insinuating I'm anything. I'm just asking questions. Right. Yeah. But unfortunately, we're asking questions without answers, and that's not always fair either. That's what we do. No, no, we're <laughs> fair. We work very hard to be fair. We're fair and balanced. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do a better. We do a better job than who has that as a slogan. Um, all right. So do we want to discuss fair and, fair and negative? Um, do we have more football that we want to talk about or do we want to talk about barbecue? I don't want to talk Cause I have <laughs> Let's great see. barbecue. Um, I mean, we can hit up barbecue and then we can go to the overarching. Where do we go from here? All right. Let's do where do we go from here? Okay. Um, I think, I think we will probably beat Tulane just because we have better players. Not necessarily that we coach them better or that we, whatever. I just think we have better players than Tulane. Um, Cincinnati, it's going to depend on who's starting the quarterback there. I've seen them play really well with a good quarterback, and I've seen them play like dog shit this year with a bad quarterback. So I think it. Oh, so Cincinnati out- are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, sometimes they look like Fitzmagic, and sometimes they look pretty Winston-y. I think we can be Temple, just again on talent, because I don't think Temple's very good, and I think their loss to Cincinnati was as fluky as any loss I've seen this season. So that leaves us with the Knights. And I think the Knights just absolutely beat us down pretty good. And then I think they lose to Houston because I think Houston's the best team in the league right now. And you know what? I will take a loss to Houston to see that happen. To see Houston beat them, not us lose. Right. Yeah. No, I think forever and ever. Yeah. So you're looking at both teams being eight. No, but the Knights would host the championship game because they'll be ranked higher um, if they both ran out. That beautiful, beautiful stadium that's not structurally questionable in the least. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. You see that stadium in Houston and it's like, oh, this is what a college stadium supposed I to look like. I swear to God, that's the first time I've really like looked at TDECU Stadium. Yeah. And I was like, that's a fucking college stadium. It's college that's, stadium. It's a little undescript, but it's it's functional. I like it. It doesn't look terrible. It sells beer. It uh, damn right. And they walk around and they like guys like walk up. Hey, beer here. They get yeah, one yeah. of those. You get a beer here guy. Back scratcher. Now the only problem is, is that the, vi- the video screen that was over our heads that we had to turn around for little, and there was a small. deck in the way. No, that one was good. Oh. The one on the other side of the field that we were looking at was like the, my 57 inch here in the living room. Like it was just barely existence. So that was, and also they don't really have scoreboards. They just have the ribbon boards going around that have oh, time and score on them. A little, no, but that's, that's, but uh, other than that, that's like a million dollars fixable. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's not other than, but like the third, even the third deck, like cement Ooh. and then benches, like structural, like real integrity, like, integrity what? won't fall apart. No, no, I didn't mean structural integrity. I meant actual <laughs> integrity. <laughs> they did hire Kendall Bryles. So let's settle down there. <laughs> yeah, but, he's doing, um, but he's doing a really fucking good job. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> it's, a, it's really fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really really. I saw that. I was like, God damn it. He's so good though. I mean, that's the, I mean, we were going through the positives and, uh, that's uh, one. At least our offensive coordinator isn't a piece of shit scumbag like Kendall Bryles. Bryles. Like Kendall Bryles. That is very true. We may not dislike Sterling. He's not a shit bag as far as we know. Like, that's for sure. Um, Jury's still out. 
<laughs> I'm just saying we don't know what we don't know. So um, I think that's, I mean, it, I don't think there's anything else from this. Yeah, it was an ass whooping. Uh, we all kind of saw it was going to be an ass whooping. I was pleasantly surprised in the third quarter, but the end of the fourth was like, yeah, this is the fucking team. And oh, hi, Rebecca. She's tired of hearing me fucking say this, but this is the game that I've been talking about all season that we just did not fucking guess what? Execute. Yeah. And we're not putting our players in the right positions no. and they're all, it doesn't hurt that it doesn't help that we're all beat up right now, but I, I, I got effort problems and that's the one thing you can't ever excuse is the effort problem. Um, well, if you listen, I'm a harder as hard a worker as fucking exists, but you have bad leadership that will kill your fucking effort. That just does. Um, uh, was it attitude reflects leadership? Captain? Yes. That is a remember the Titans quote right there. So never saw it. Really? No, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's been like 50 times. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm about to say. Sunshine. Gary Bertier. So. He was a. Uh, no, wait. Which one? One of those guys, the the quarterback that got into the car accident became Opie on Sons of Anarchy. That That's Gary Bertier. Okay. Yeah. He's a linebacker. Yeah. No, no, no. It was a quarterback. Was he a linebacker? He was a linebacker. Oh, well, the one that got the car accident, just uh, all of a sudden, he made a joke on Instagram a few years ago. He put the side-by-side of him clean-cut and him with, you know, long hair, beard down to his nipples, basically. He said, my, my, my wife married the guy in the first picture. Now she's stuck in, with the guy in the second picture. It's <laughs> pretty good. Um, so I got in Thursday, and I immediately drove to Austin for some work stuff. Did you see Ric Flair? Where would I have seen Ric Flair? He... I, we you. told oh, you this. Right. You yeah. son of a bitch. <clears throat> yeah, so no, did not see Flair. But I did get to Wasted I, Trip. I did I did go to downtown well Austin. Home. We went to the we didn't go to Sixth Street. We went to some other like bar district or whatever. Was it weird? I bet it was weird. City is actually not nearly as weird as I was hoping. Yeah, it's been corporate. Yeah, it's getting that way. And also I didn't Gentrification. Know, also I didn't know Voodoo Donut was open twenty four hours. I did go buy Voodoo Donut on Sixth Street and I didn't know they were open like 24 or else I would have gone back. Um, but yeah. I took, I, you, you everybody that. takes, you want to talk about hipster? Everyone takes those little motorized scooters that are coming to Tampa apparently very soon. Next year. Um, the, everybody takes those scooters everywhere and the, it's a dollar to rent and then 15 cents a minute. And people are just zipping down the sidewalks can, at up to 20 miles an hour. Can you get an SUI? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. No, are they going to pull you over for it? No. No, I had to go over, like, my hotel was just on the other side of the, Did you, oh, wait, the wait, river. Oh, wait. And I had a bet about this. Yeah. Did you eat shit on the scooter? No. God damn it. I was moving, though. I mean, we were doing, like, yeah. when you're going down the hill off the bridge, you're going, like, 17, 18 miles an hour on a scooter, and I might have had a couple of pops. I was going to say, I've seen you fall down standing up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you do that, and um, Friday, I lined up at... 10:50 to go to Franklin barbecue. And I was like number 300 in line and they, they opened at 11 and I finally got my food about one 30. Did you tailgate? So there were people there that did tailgate. Oh, I'd be one of them. Yeah. That's, that's way, crazy. Yeah. So when we play there in 2020, we're going to have a little daily stampede tailgate over at Franklin barbecue. So come on out. I'm, bring, uh, I'm bringing a tent and I don't mean like a pop-up tent. I mean like I'm actually going to camp the fuck out. No, people, <laughs> that's what pe- people had coolers. People had like yeah, tailgate no, chairs. That's what you do. A, it. Yeah. A fan also. Oh wait, it, when's the game? Is it in 2020? I know what month September It's going to be hotter than hell out there. Okay. So I'm bringing a fan. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like, just, I, I've never seen anything like it. Like just these people line. And then, um, is it worth it? Yes. Really? Best meal I've ever had in my life. And I have a, and we are a block. You live in Vegas. I lived in Vegas. Yeah. And I, I am a block from Burns Steakhouse right now. There are more James Beard award winners in this city than almost anywhere in the South. My favorite, I, I love Burns dearly. My favorite steakhouse in the world is cut at Plaza. Um, it's probably my favorite restaurant in the world. 
this is even better. And now, and I'm literally, by the way, my favorite meal in the world, I'm like swatting flies away as I sit on a patio and like they, they hand you this brisket and you go, oh my God. And then they've got like three different kinds of sauces and like the beans, they're not like a sweet, it's like a spicy, like kidney bean. I, I just, I can't talk about it rationally. And by the way, the whole city is your, under like some sort of pants are getting tight. Yeah. The, the whole city's under like this boil water order right now because oh, of, good. That's yeah. Cool. Right. <laughs> and we're like, you can't even get ice with your drinks. Like it's crazy. Here's All your hottest water. fuck sweet. You tea. know what? I'm a hot take right here. Ice with drinks, fucking terrible. Usually they're already cold. Why, why you know, waste the room? Why waste the volume of drink? I'm for with ice? Nathan on this. Unless it's, Unless it's good, the good ice. And everybody knows what I'm talking about. The sonic ice? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Son- well, well, ice, I, sonic, yeah. yeah, we call it pellet ice. Yeah. But pellet, that's yeah. the only good ice. Yeah. I agree. Um, and like at Bucks games, that are USF games, when I went as a fan, that's what you do. You get the souvenir cup. Oh, no ice. I'm good. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, or it's already cold, guys. And you're usually drunk enough you don't give a fuck. Right. Fair. So... Best meal I ever had in my life. Then I tried to, I got a little heads up about a story for 813 area. I tried to break the story while I was in my car driving and I would call and text people and then it would cut off the GPS of my phone because they wouldn't work you together. You don't need GPS in Texas. You <laughs> <laughs> and like, so like I would tell the hills. How I'm started. like trying to like dictate a story to somebody back in Tampa and my GPS cuts out and I miss an exit. And I'm like in the middle of UT Austin's campus. Like I was trying to find the bookstore. It did not go well. <laughs> Fuck him in Lubbock. Yeah. <laughs> Basically <laughs> did not go real well. Um, but then we went to uh, Connor Stieg and I went to this little, basically mini version of armature works. Uh, Friday night was really good. Then we went out, had a few beverages. Um, we watched the 15th inning of the world series game that went 18 innings. And then we were like, all right, we got to go home. This is ridiculous. It's inning 15 where no, there's no pitchers left. The world series happened. Yeah. Briefly still happening. The the Boston teams won again. Yeah. Yeah, That's why nobody gives a fuck. Shout out David Price and Steve Pierce and Nate Avaldi. Avaldi. You're welcome. You're welcome. I Poor mean, da- good Poor for Aldi. good for David Price getting that monkey off his back, and shout Amen. out to Steve Pierce for winning World Series MVP, which is that's like Dexter Jackson winning the Super Bowl MVP. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the most random fucking dude ever. Yeah, exactly. Price might be my favorite pitcher of all time. Good dude. This love this city. This good side dude. of Nolan Ryan. <laughs> yeah, and that's just for fucking Ventura. Yeah. So, um, so then we go, uh, Saturday went to the game. Um, the alumni association tailgate, uh, was in an air conditioned space. Um, bonus bonus. Uh, they had tacos. We had a lot of freaking tacos when we were there, by the way. Tacos and tacos. A lot of freaking tacos. Um, we hit all the big spots that you're supposed to hit. So are um, you a member of the alumni association? I am. I am a, I am a life member of the alumni association. And dear reader, uh, this is unofficially brought to you by the life membership portion of the university of South Florida alumni association. You get a cup. You, here's what, <laughs> you get an $800 fucking cup. <laughs> And then so, eventually it may be a pen and then, uh, maybe like you a get bit be- off your Geico. You get beads every year. No, 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 no. I'm talking about just a life membership. Yeah. No, the for life membership you get, don't, Oh, you can be an annual member and get those beads. You just get regular beads. Yeah. So then the, at the parade, you get free food and drinks at the parade every you year. Do, you do, you do. You get that, you get a cup, you get, yeah. um, you get invites to all this stuff. And so like, yeah, you get invited, and, you get invited to, uh, fucking give more money is what you get. Right. Right. That's it. And like we went to, we, um, 
Bill McCausland, who's the executive director, put on an event. Oh, uh, that guy. Such a nice guy. He's a super guy. guy. Super tall. Super tall. From Austin. And he was oh. apparently in Austin because his daughter lives there. So he was in Austin when I was there. And he's like, you went to Franklin Barbecue? I've never been there. I oh, would have come. Oh, Jesus. Uh, That's I've, like being from Tampa and everyone burns. Yeah. So That's he, terrible. Bill, come on. Get your shit together. Come on, Bill. Let's go. But I would have called him and I ordered him extra food. Um, so... I, they did it. Is, they had a little event the night before and then everybody sort of met on like the second floor of this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went out, um, afterwards from there and everybody sort of disseminated. And then before the game, tacos, food, everything, Mike Kelly got up and spoke, Hey, fired up everybody. I love Mike Kelly. This, this is a pro Mike Kelly podcast. Don't ever, ever, ever think otherwise. So breaking, we got the CFP, uh, top 25 coming out right Do now. I want to hear this. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fucked up, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> You guys want to know where UCF is? Let's go. Th- Nine. Eleven. Twelve. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck you, C. <laughs> and your janky ass state. They are, uh, oh man. Where's, where's UCF Twitter's about to melt down. Where's Iowa? Iowa is, oh shit, 16. Oh. So tw- I'm going to go 25 up. 25, Virginia. No, no, no top down. No, no, top no, no, down. 25 up. 25, 25 up. up. Virginia. Iowa State, eh? Fresno State, oh. Boston College, Ooh. NC State, All right. number 20, A&M, nice. Syracuse, what the nice. fuck, Mississippi, Mississippi State, oh. Texas, Iowa, yeah. and then at number 15, the Fighting Mark Harlins. No They're good. shit. They're good. Uh, Penn State, Boo. West Vagina, Whoa. UCF, Boo. coming in at number 11, Florida. Oh, UCF wins that game. Probably. Yeah. I fucking hope not. Well, the thing is they're going to have to fucking chair or choose what shirt they wear to the fucking game. <laughs> UCF fans are. <laughs> oh, man. Stuart, Stuart Mandel, Q hashtag UCF Twitter. Oh, it's going to be a fucking shit storm. Good. <laughs> yes. They're yes, not yes, as good yes. as last year. Where last we, year's team. Hypothetically, got we, nice. we did not deserve to be ranked. I thought I didn't think we necessarily did begin with. We were the ones screaming it from the mountain. Yeah. We have where, we have cred here. Where do you think we end up to I'd say like twenty four if we were undefeated still? Yeah. Uh, barely scraping in. Yeah. Um I think they would give us a couple courtesy votes, but like twenty four. If you beat Houston on the road, I think you you move up. Yes. Anyway. Well, I, even if you play Listen, back. we're not UCF, so it's fine. Yeah. That's Fair. true. I'm going to go refill my $800 cup now. Um, quick men's basketball update. They're up oh, 6-3 in the, uh, against Tampa in their exhibition. Oh. go So, I wait, wait I didn't finish my... Um, so then we leave um, the Houston Alumni Association, walk over to the stadium. Really nice. Everybody was super fun. Everybody from Houston was great. There's a trolley system outside the game. We actually took the trolley back towards our uh, the place I was staying in, Edo, which is east of downtown. Like, um but it's very annoying that every like neighborhood now has a cutesy name. Soho but it is super helpful. Right. <laughs> like we are in Soho right now, you know, yes. D- or HP. I live, on, heard, the, I live on the DI. You live on DI. Right. So it is that way. But like, we really enjoy wait, wait, wait. Where's Nate live? I live in the LM. No, it's called the knock. <laughs> knock. North of Kennedy. <laughs> nah. No, he's not North of Kennedy. He's way the fuck North of Kennedy. I'm not <laughs> the Waff knock. <laughs> No, but he pays way less than we do. <laughs> Obviously. For a two-story house. So suck it. Yeah, yeah but true. guess what? I had a fucking uh, two-story. In a cul-de-sac. So fuck y'all. I had a, two, a private gated two-story uh, house in right across from Peabody's. And, yeah. And I paid like pretty much half what I'm paying now for a one fucking bedroom. Right. 
But like, but I also didn't live on the water, and the lady I got into a car accident with lived uh, two houses down from me, and that did not end well. Right. I live. I live uh, three blocks from Bayshore, four blocks from Bayshore, and like in the middle of. I can walk to work if I have to. Like, you should maybe try that. I know. I'm getting a little chunky. I was, I, I was doing so good on the diet, and then I went to Texas and it fucked it all up. Yeah, that's what it did. I went to Bucky's. Oh, wow. Bucky's, delightful. Is Never Buc- been. Is Bucky's the pilot of uh, Texas? It's, <laughs> it's basically or like- sorry, the loves of Texas. <laughs> take a Wawa, add a beef jerky bar, and like a general store from Cracker Barrel on steroids. That's pretty fucking Texas. It's real that's fucking real, Texas. Real Texas. I get why Jamie's- <laughs> Yeah, okay. And the and the food's really good. Gotta say. I, I spent thirty one dollars. I didn't buy gas. Can you get a beef jerky slim there? Uh no. There are no sticks of beef jerky. We're talking we're talking like Chipped. just Oh yeah, you can get it in a bag. You can like literally they'll have a they have like a it's, it's beef the, jerky concierge. It's the M&M store of meat. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Um anyway. and then after the game, we um all went out and drank our sadness away at various Were you really that sad? This was not a fucking surprise. No, like I, okay. I, I was over it pretty much right away. But and the Houston fans could not have been nicer before and after the game. Thanks y'all for coming. Da da da. That's you had they're better time. than uh, the fighting Illini fans, which were mostly dicks. I didn't get that. Uh, well, I did. I got the the dicks there were the staff at Soldier Field. Those guys were dicks. No, they were cool to me. I was in the club section. Oh, wow. Oh, fancy. Fancy. Well, you paid $70 for the fucking uh, pregame tailgate. You got the stick in the club section. Yeah. You got to hang out with Judy. Were you with Judy? Oh, I hung out with Judy and Mike. Oh, wow. Oh, how about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, and, and just could not have been nicer. Houston's like a really cool town if you can get around. Um once you're where you are, it's probably pretty cool. But if you're trying to get anywhere else, it really kind of sucks because traffic is just a nightmare like everywhere. And they're is still it, recovering. Is from it hurricane. like super spread out? It's beyond. Think like Carrollwood, but with more. I was going to say, is it like. like <laughs> Carrollwood's not that spread out. Sprawly. It's a little sprawly. It's How many really. four story buildings are there in no, Carrollwood? Car- no, Carrollwood. We keep it quaint in Carrollwood. <laughs> Sprawl. I, quaint. Know, I, I agree with Nate on this because they do make a point to basically just call Carrollwood different names. Uh, it's like, it goes from Carrollwood to other Carrollwood, which is uh, like Egypt. And it's just, I don't, I don't even going. know where, no. So like what Egypt I define, like or what the fuck ever it is, whatever, I, what I define Carrollwood as Fletcher to Fletcher, Fletcher in yeah. Rome. Okay. And then over to Del Mabry. So, and then no, I would say it's west of Del Mabry. I would say it's a little west. Yeah, well, it, not, like, not not quite to Citrus Park, but yeah, but it's mm. no because I have friends that live on the other side of Del Mabry. I don't visit them at all, but yeah, because they live north of Canada. <laughs> yeah, fuck those they can come see us. Like yeah, you know, we live in the cool. Yeah, oh you can God. come see me in my tiny pool. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, y'all are the worst. Um, we are the worst. So yeah, anyway, but we live south of Canada. Anyway, thanks to everybody who like made this trip. Uh, we had a lot of people come up and say hi and thank you and all that stuff. And you guys are wonderful and fantastic. And thanks to my friend Megan for hosting. Um, that was really fun. And we're going to do this again in Philly in three weeks, three yeah. weeks. Jesus. So I'm going to Philly. Um, and I call the alumni association. They've got an event. We're going to try and coordinate and do something. So when do well. I get paid to go on these trips? I don't That's contribute. A good I, question. I don't contribute to God. I didn't get paid so. to go on this. I don't get paid to go on these. Trips. I don't write anymore. So I don't get paid anymore. Mm. Yeah. The, but the kids get to go for free. Yeah. We sent Steve and Connor for free, man. Yeah. yeah come on. You know, I could have done a better job than Steve. <laughs> no, he is analytical, but what a tool. <laughs> 
I'm kidding, Robert. I love you. We all love Robert. Oh, man. Um, you know, you always need a frat daddy in your life, and he's ours. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, you already <laughs> had me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about frat daddy. I'm the hey, old frat guy here. That's what you get for going to a lightning game instead of podcasting, you little shit. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's I think he got, like, club seats or yeah, some good shit. Seats, so. yeah. No, no, I don't blame him, but... We're still going to make fun of you for, for, for sure. Um, there's one thing from the press conference that I want to touch on. Um, Charlie Strong. I probably talked up how big the Houston game was too much. You can't do that with a young team. I posed this question in my story. Does this go above or behind the jerseys are the reason we played poorly as one of the more questionable explanations from Strong this year? Abs- I, I think it's like in a way kind of worse because, you know, I, you only play two or three games a year in the schedule, man, that means shit. This was one of them. This is our biggest game Thank since you, last November. That's what he said last week. And this is what happens. Yeah, because you're not, these players aren't either, they're beat up, they're not good enough, they're not prepared. Other than that, I think things are going well. <laughs> By the way, Charlie has not beaten a team. Um, north of 56 in the final S&P rankings since he's been here. He's had three shots at it, two against Houston, one against the Knights, 0-3. Just throwing it out there. You're beating people that you should be beating, but you're not winning games that you should be winning as well. When When the going gets tough... Yeah, we've played probably one of the five easiest schedules in college football over the last two. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. You know, and And, uh, I think the sentiment was I I heard in a roundabout way. I hear so much random stuff between the Slack channel and, you know, the interwebs that they said basically the sentiment is we can beat people, but we choose not to beat them as badly as we could because we're saving Something that was the, the the theory before Saturday. Okay, and because and that my joke was like, listen, you can have a fifth gear, but you need to make sure the fucking thing works, right? And you know, maybe test it out on every once in a while, like uh, on UConn instead of losing by one score and they need to recover an onside kick to win the game. Oh, you ooh. and get a first down. And you had to, to get a first down as well. First down. So um, UConn, fucking UConn, and every and you know, honestly, the people that Who got beat by UMass. <laughs> so yeah, I pointed that out a few times. God, uh, why are we fans? So the other thing to point out is I think that most of the people listen to this podcast are pretty into what we're saying at this point, and they kind of get why we do what we do and all that stuff. But for if you know any of those fucking idiots on Twitter who are tweeting at Matt Baker um, about being ranked and everything like that, um, I want you to call up all of those tweets from your idiot fucking friend. We all have that idiot fucking friend who we that guy that we still like that we still hang out with that says stupid shit on social media about not just USF football, but often other things as well. Like Heath? <laughs> not, not, not Heath. Not, not Heath. Heath. Not, not, not Heath. Heath. Not underscore Heath. I'm sorry. Not underscore Heath. Don't follow not underscore Heath. He is a rabble rouser, much like myself. He's the best. Um, well, we'll get to his project later, but. Um, yeah, we will. Goddamn right. But um, I just, like. We're not good, man. It's okay. We we're not good. But goddamn it, we could be. It's squandered. We should be so it's much squandered better. Squandered fucking potential, and I'm tired of hearing about execution. But it comes down to it, honestly. Uh, you know what? We haven't even touched Tulane yet. Okay. Uh, do we have to? Yeah. I hear if you do that without gloves, you get a weird thing on your hand. Well, I think that's just New Orleans in general. Just beads. Love that town. Uh, so New Orleans. Uh, excuse me, Tulane. 
Tulane. They're three and five, two and two in the conference. Uh, they beat Tulsa last week, twenty-four to seventeen. Hey, wow, is that better than us? <laughs> I mean, they gave up fewer points. So Tulane is so Tulane's uh, a defensive school, is what you're saying. Yeah, three and five, two and two in the league. So they got something to play for because they really wanted their goal before the season was to make a ball game that is still on the table. That's still on the table. This line opened at eight. It is down to seven, which means the money is coming in. Hashtag roll wave. Um, That's so better. And, than roll uh, so let's let's look at uh, Tulane's final four games of the season. It's us. ECU probably win mm-hmm. at Houston a massacre. Yep, and then uh, home for Navy, which is a complete toss up. Um, Fucking spread offense, man. You never. It's know. literally triple option versus shotgun triple option. And well, our, Navy will have mm-hmm. the game after with Army, but that could be for bowl eligibility right there. Totally. Yeah. So, um. So we'll you know see. What? I want to put this out there. I like Tulane. I've got Same. no problem with Tulane. We're playing back to back back to back weeks. We're playing the two schools. I think. I think we like UConn people very much. The people that we deal with from UConn are like great. Um, I like Amon and I like uh, shit. What's his name? Sean McGrath, I think. Sean McGrath. Sean, yeah. Sean's uh, a good dude. Russ Steinberg is also really good. No, There's I know, but I'm just guys. saying. Like, like, I just mean Tulane. Tulane's never hurt anybody. Tulane's great. We, Tulane gave us Sean King. Yeah. The National goat. champion, the Sean goat, King. The goat, Sean the King. Goat. The goat, Sean King. And I look forward to going to your city again and just really fucking shit up. We love, yeah, everybody loves Tulane. I don't think anybody has any problem with, like, you, Houston was great this week. I think everybody there had a great you time. You can't have I a problem with the city that has a two-story crystals. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, uh, so, like, yeah, I think we're going back-to-back weeks So like, the two teams that we actually enjoy the most in the league. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe Memphis. They just don't, have, don't, they don't, don't have an internet presence. Yeah. It's the problem, but like they have Memphis is a great town. Great. You know city. what? A lot of grit. That's why I grind. Say that. A lot of uh, grit. A lot of grind too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tulane S and P plus they're 95th. USF is at 41 offensive S and P. They've really, really struggled this year. And, uh, they're at 110. I can think of a way to get healthy. <laughs> Throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. If they, uh, if they wear the angry wave helmets, we are fucked. Yeah. Um, I would wear that. Willie work. Fritz, uh, head coach Willie Fritz, did make a quarterback change prior to the Tulsa game, uh, benching quarterback Jonathan Banks, who almost orchestrated the comeback against USF last year. And is terrific in Better Call Saul. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> and uh, they replaced him with just McMillan. Uh, he's 24, 48 for 288 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, he was 10 of 19 against Tulsa for 92 yards. So uh, Tulsa, uh, excuse me, two lane. Uh, they have two running backs that are actually pretty good. Uh, Darius Bradwell, 103 carries, uh, 617 yards, six yards per carry, seven touchdowns. And then uh, Corey Dufine. Uh, 64 carries, 521 yards, 8.1 yards per carry, five touchdowns. Corey Dufine is a very, very, very two-lane name. It is. Um, and then out wide, they just have two guys, uh, Darnell Mooney and Taryn Incladade, who have combined for 110 targets. The next closest person is 13. They both have over 50 targets. Um, their catch rate is God awful though. Uh, 60% for Mooney and then 53.7% for Enclade. Um, those are the two guys you're gonna have to stop. And you know, luckily our secondary is really awesome and never gets burned. So hopefully it'll be fine. <laughs> Hooray! 
Uh, they're both averaging nearly uh, 16 yards per catch. So they're doing damage there. Uh, linebackers, Zach, Zach Harris and Lawrence Graham lead the team in tackles with 39 and a half and 35.5 respectively. And yeah, I think USF can win this game. It's the only game that S and P has USF winning the rest of the season. Um, outright each of them, the rest of the games are in the 40%. And, uh, it's not surprising after just the shit storm that the bulls produced, uh, against, uh, Houston. Let's take some questions real quick. So we got <laughs> a bunch. Um, one thing on Tulane, uh, 15 to 16 in the red zone. So keep that. Up. Oh, here's a red zone stat for you. Oh USF has not thrown a red zone touchdown since the Illinois game. That seems less than ideal. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, no, I'm sure it'll all work itself out as yeah. long as we execute, 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 execute. Yeah. Remember, it's Ex- never the coaching. It's always the players. The goddamn kids that are. Oh my God. Fucking with uh, this from not underscore Heath with how well other ranked teams are or how well ranked other teams in the G five seem to be is winning out. Not a guarantee at an NY six bid for us. No, we went out. We're in. Yeah. Fresno state's already there though. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. They don't play anybody. We play, we will have a win over the Knights If we got that far, that would be enough to overtake. Stop saying Knights. All right. So we'll have a win over C. Thank you. It's fine. And we'd also get Houston again and we'd have to beat them. Cause you got to be a conference champion to get the mm-hmm. bid. So if we did that twice, we're in, we're in. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, also from Heath is it safe to say running back is now our deepest position, even more so than my receiver when um, healthy, when healthy. Yeah. Uh, we're really down to two backs right now. Elijah Mack dressed. He traveled, didn't get into the game. You know, this so, Ferrari works better with four working wheels is all I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, I have no idea what the status of Durant Bell is. Um, rumor has it's a high ankle. Ew. And well, how we're, high? <laughs> what a knee. <laughs> um, a high ankle sprain is typically a four to six week injury. We're at going on week eight. We heal differently around here, Nate. And not anymore. Not, <laughs> not anymore, my man. Uh, true. Didn't you fall off your bike and you rode a commission for like a month? Yes. I was pretty beat up, man. That would hurt. Oh, uh, up, look at it's a week. Gross. Um, has Greg Reeves uh, been suitable replacement at stand-up linebacker? Or are we hurting for Nico back? We are hurting. Oh, we are yeah. real hurting. Um, Could have really used you, him. you saw the back of Greg's jersey often, which means he's chasing the play. Uh, <laughs> so you know his name. Yeah. That would be that, number four. <laughs> that, number four in your playbooks, number four in your hearts. Yeah. Um. If the 2018 USF football team was a beer or an other adult beverage, what would it be and why? Schlitz. No, because it's good. What? What? Yeah, why not? Oh, it's good. There's a great scene with Schlitz small liquor and and double take. It's not your first choice and something about a bowl. Can I take a shot? Oh, shit. I meant Cole 45. Fuck. Can I I take a shot? No, Schlitz. Schlitz has the bowl. Schlitz malt liquor bowl and Colt 45 is a malt liquor. It's two they different. They both have. Yeah, but he was bowls. referring to the bowl. It's Schlitz yeah. malt the blue liquor. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, you had smart. it right. I outsmarted myself, much like uh, Geraldo Rivera. You guys didn't see that? No. No. Okay, well, it's political tw- uh, tweet joke, so uh, I'll check it out. Um, I will compare USF 2018 season to a beer. Um, beer or alcohol? Any. Any other alcoholic mm. beverage? I'm going to take a shot at a local brewery. Coppertail. 
Copper Tail, what's that dark that they have that uh, everyone loves? That I don't, I don't, I don't, that I don't drink fancy beer. I think they have better branding than they do beer, but I don't drink beer. I'm not, I like, I look, I like Copper Tail. There's some stuff I like that. They, is it their midnight oil or something like that? They have something uh, that oh, I, Jesus Christ, why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> That's just a terrible name. But heavy. It seems like a good idea. And then it no, never is. But heavy is never a good idea. I, well, <laughs> you don't, you're not a working man, Colin. Uh, you don't know about a, uh, the, a good, chil- uh, what is it? Culotta, chilada. A little bit of tomato juice, a little oyster fucking. You know what? I did have one. I had a Michelada Mich- at the Michelada, brunch. that's what it is. That thing will wake you the fuck, fuck up. Fuck yeah, it did. We had it for brunch before we went to the game on Saturday. We, um, Stegan, Connor, and a bunch of us went they to sell, uh, Hey, they sell those. And yeah. they have a Bud Light version, too. Oh, man. That Michelada. thing was, it was spicy. How you know what? I, I've it? got it. It's uh, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch drink, alcoholic drink. It's um, Chata. It. Right there on the bar. Rumchata and Fireball. It, oh, it's. Yeah. That's Good going good. down. It's sweet, like seven and zero, and then it hits you real fucking hard. Oh boy, I'm, does it ever! I'm gonna say for a very uh, similar reason, the cement mixer. It, oh it, yeah, it, they uh, expand in your stomach and it makes no, no, you. No, it's you know, it's fine, and you taste it, it, tastes great, and then all of a sudden it hits the back of your throat and it clots, and you have to choke it the fuck down. Yeah, that I mean. Yeah, uh, this from VD Patel twenty seven. Who do you think will be the first bold picked in next year's draft, and what round? Board. <laughs> He's not eligible yet. It doesn't matter. They'll change the rules. <laughs> not for a few years, at least. Yeah. Um, no one. Johnny Ford is thirty five years old. It's a very well. No one. Secret. I no one. Cronk. If he leaves. If he leaves, he's eligible, yeah. Basically, outside of Kronk, there's really no other options. Does Blake stick around? Yes. Uh, Oh, yeah. Where is he going now? Wow. 11 touchdowns. That's where he's going. He's going to to his home, to his wife and child. How dare you? Um... Did you guys see the Plies Twitter uh, post about... Oh, everybody in Florida sucks. Oh, man. This motherfucker. Bitch, show up to a tailgate before you start talking shit. When was you know what? Hey, Preach. You know, anybody here, name me more, not Collins, you're old, than one Ply song. Uh, Rich Carlton, uh, Miss Pretty, uh, P-U-S-S-Y. Sorry, you, you, you don't let me finish. In the past 10 <laughs> Becky. years. Becky. In the past 10 years? Oh, for sure. Becky's within the last 10 years. No, no, Becky's before the last 10 years because that was a song when I was at Delaware State and we knew I worked with a girl named Becky when I worked at Dell State and that was 10 years ago. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and listen, I'm not a rap guy. I barely know who the fuck Plies is. And I know that bro- song he's broken out. my heart more than anybody. I 2010, was- suck it, within the last 10 years. Fuck off. And you had to look it up. I did. <laughs> um, exactly. So fuck that guy and fuck his... Rich Carlton was a fantastic song uh, for that 2016. Uh, was it 2016 recruiting class where? Uh, oh, the kids were running off on the plug. Yeah, yeah and uh, Ch- uh, Willie does the run off on the run off on the plug twice for oh, Darnell Solomon, and uh, it, it that was off a, on the team uh, that he just got hired for twice. Is that what you're saying? Some, something, something like, something like that. that. Um, I mean, but yeah. I shut up. Yeah, eat it. You know what? Yeah, Sh- plies. Put up or shut up. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, either either rep your city or don't. Rep your city. Well, he's from like Lakeland or some shit. No, like no. He's, he lives he's, in New Tampa. He's not from Tampa, though. Isn't he from fucking Coral Gables? No, he's from. No. He's, he lives up in New, He lives up in Tampa Palms. Well, then quit being a fucking shit show, dude. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Hold More up. questions? Thank you, Dad. Yeah, hold on. This is going to. He was born in Fort Myers. Okay. Okay. He, he played at Akron, right? I don't think he ever played football. No, he, he's a zip. I think he was a zip. Or am I thinking of somebody else? I think you may be thinking of someone else. Okay. Who knows? That was, um, that was Fergie. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, let's see. Um, what's the mood from the team moving on from Saturday? Resolve, dejection, frustration. Uh, yeah, this is my question earlier. We're we gonna lick our wounds. Are we gonna fuck somebody up, or are we just gonna Miami, Ohio? Plus played at Miami, Ohio, three years. Miami of Ohio. Yeah, Miami of Ohio. He's a Red Hawk. Yeah. Cool. Okay. It's totally different than Akron. Totally different. Yeah. But, no, it's barely. fucking not. <laughs> but barely. It's absolutely fucking not. Um, so uh, to this question, he, uh, USF, seemed, it, it felt like a loss uh, post game against UConn. And now it, like I said on the podcast, well, maybe this is the thing that wakes him up. It was not. Maybe a natural loss will do it. Mm, probably not. Uh, we're staring eight and four at the, in the face. And it's come down to it. Um, I'll give them nine and three. I think they find a way. To I say nine and three, around. but not the nine and three you think. Right. I, I said floor was nine and three, but <laughs> man. Lose to Tulane. Yeah. Lose to, uh, what else we got? Lose to Tulane. Beat Cincy. Beat Temple. Get housed by the Knights. No. Not even that. No. Um, Ford, great running back or greatest running back to ever be a running back? Somewhere Ooh. in the middle. Somewhere. He's getting close. He's he's heading towards that uh, that North Pole. Give me four more games. Hmm. Four more During years. a neutral game script, what is the best strategy for cornhole? During a what? Stop fucking playing cornhole. Cornhole's great. Shut up. Oh, you what? fucking Yankee. You what? are a During a Yankee. neutral We don't address game. this enough. Neutral. Colin's a goddamn Yankee. Yeah, I, I said it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> Yes, it is. Words hurt. So, um, truth. I just, just hole everything. Just, if you're good, make them like, you know, just make, it, make the other guy do it. Just too. put it in the hole, bro. Just put it in the hole. Just put it in the hole, bro. Basically. There's bags, bro. Or bags. just, you know, don't take a fucking tailgating game that seriously. Play ladder. It's golf. on ESPN. Now. Play ladder golf like an adult. <laughs> um, or washers. Let's get yeah, into yeah, the corgi races. Corgi races are happening. How? Now, now, this is where I'm really going to fucking dig into Stieg. How does that motherfucker miss this podcast? And he is the biggest proponent. La- sorry, not the biggest. The loudest proponent of Corgi races. I am the biggest. I'm just very I think Heath is the biggest. Um, oh, yeah. No, we'll get to your project in a second, sweetheart. So when are we doing... Uh, when is the preliminary for this? So it was supposed to be after um, men's soccer senior night, Friday night at 7 o'clock. But because USF Women's Soccer won the regular season and are hosting the conference tournament, there's a game at seven on Friday. So the men's are mm-hmm. the men's team is actually playing at noon. I'm not sure when the corgi races are happening. I, I don't give a fuck. I, I haven't be seen anything um, posted, but there it will happen because I believe it's the my finals game. happen on the field uh, at Ray J. Uh, yes. against two, uh, the two lane game. Correct. It happens on Saturday. Yes. yes. So that they're definitely happening. Um, super exciting. This was, I think, I think this was Heath's first suggestion to yeah, new to, VP to of athletics. Michael Kelly, Michael when he got Kelly, hired yeah. was make it happen. And there were some rules, I believe at Ray J about having live animals on the field. So they've worked around it. So does this mean we get a live bull? Oh God, don't start. That I want the live bull. There is a fucking pasture with bulls in it. Not even a mile away from USF's campus. 
Great. Do what's that going to do when one of those steers gets all pissed off and goes running into the stands? LSU has a fucking tiger in a cage. All right, put them in the cage. And actually, the there's like animal rights activists saying that they got to get rid of Mike at the and tiger. Guess what? That's LSU. They don't give a fuck. They, they don't. Have <laughs> the Cojo don't care. The, yeah, the, Cojo. the Louisiana don't have no laws anyway. <laughs> no, the, the tiger listens to Cojo. Anyway, the thing is. Colorado has a wild ass buffalo that they That's true. their handlers routinely get trampled. Well, that's not okay. We shouldn't be encouraging that behavior. I did. The, it's a domesticated bull. It's a Brahmin bull. I drive home to my undisclosed shitbag hometown every once in a while, and I see Brahmin bulls in fucking pens just standing there, not doing a goddamn thing. You know what they could be doing? Encouraging our students. So I think <laughs> I think we're trying to get away from the Brahmin bull anyway because it's kind of lame looking, and I think they were oh, trying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, are, I just are, said it. Are, I are said we, it. Are we looking at these uh, awesome new fucking Merrill Lynch looking shits? Oh, Trust That's me, not a Brahmin bull, by started. the way, and that pisses me off. You know what? If they had gone with the Brahmin bull, I would have respected it more. I would have, and they didn't, and uh, come July It still would have sucked, and, but I will, July 1st, that's going away. I will forever curl my fingers when I do the horns, because that's how it was supposed That's how I was you don't taught. Li- you don't like the you, though. I don't, but I don't still. I, Is it, would you prefer the you or the Merrill Lynch? Oh, fuck the you. That's not even, that's not even close. See? That's how wow. bad it is, kids. Somebody wow. that lives north of Kennedy has that bad of taste and he still wants to. Yeah. Um, real quick, since we're talking about soccer, a lot of awards for women's soccer just came out because they crushed it. They won. The they shit. beat UCF one nothing last uh, weekend. Uh, Friday night, I think. <clears throat> yeah, it must have been Friday night. Um, it, what did that to mean? clinch the regular season title. Give me the rings. Yeah. I so they'll get the a ring. ring. For the regular season, and then when they win, they'll get another ring. Now, you and get then, the same ring twice, actually, but whatever. No, we're just going to get, get another one. Or? No, we're not. We're going to get one ring. It's going to have two things, a regular season and it's going to say oh, regular I want season. Two, I, want, I want brass knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a ring for each. This is horseshit. Um, yeah. If you were C, you would. Do we uh, Do we get... um? Didn't, what size is Denise's statue going to be? Are we getting the, like her life size, which is about five foot four? Are we going like eight footer? Or are we going like 15 footer? No, I Let's want go- Colossus of Rhodes. I mean, you have to drive under her to get to the campus now. <laughs> that got weird. No, you made it weird. <laughs> um, so a bunch of awards. Jeez, uh, Louise. Uh, Evelyn Vian's, um Player of the year? First first team unanimous selection. Offensive player of the year. Oh, shit. Um, Stunned. Yeah. Knocked me over with a feather. Also, did they get coach of the year? They did coaching. They do coaching staff and they got that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Andrea uh, Hoskador uh, was also first team all conference. She Hoskador. Mid, uh, daughter, I think it is. Hoskador. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Great midf- job. Midfielder. Um, and then we had three second team all conference selections. Redshirt junior Kelly Burney. Uh, freshman goalkeeper Sydney Martinez, and then freshman forward who, w- along with Evelyn Vienz, probably the best one-two punch in the conference, up there in the country. They are ridiculously majestic uh, when they're paired up together in the the like the four-four-two that they, they that they kind of run. And Martinez in goal. It's going to be a stud. Yeah. I've only seen like three games this year, but the ones I've seen, she's um, been really Yeah. Good. So the freshman forward, uh, Cindy Nacello, who was in the Team USA Olympic pool and the national team pool, the girl's going to be really, really good. Uh, again, coaching staff um, won the Coach of the Year award. Uh, both Martinez and Nacello were also all rookie team. Um, this team is ridiculous. Uh, Evelyn Viennes broke the record for most goals in a career and she's only a junior. 
Very um, she's if she, I mean, she could probably. I don't know what the rules are for she women's soccer. She, please she don't go to Orlando City because those people are psychic. She knows Demi, she's going to go overseas and make some fucking bank. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Demi Stokes left like in the middle of USF season at one point to play for the national team in England and get paid. So like you can literally just up and bounce. Yeah. So I would definitely do that. Um, if she does come back for her senior season, she is going to put literally all of the records, all All of the records away. Like it's untouchable. Can we, um, can we get a little like a thick envelope for Ms. VNs? I don't know. Can you put, how big are the euros? Do we have envelopes? Are we bagmanning? We're going to bagman a women's soccer player. They're like, uh, they're like cards, right? Or are they coins? I don't know how that shit works. I got coins. I think a paper. We got to, we, she's going to need the paper though. She's going to need the 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 paper. paper. Is anybody's face on the euro? Is it like a, yeah. I'm sure. Like each country has different. Well, I know, but, it, but the euro is a euro. It's no, but they, each country has like different version. So they have a different, yeah. they have their individual currency. Yeah. That, no, each, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Well, hold on. Each country has like a different one. Hold on. I find it. That's stupid as fuck. That's yeah. a unified currency. I know. Anyway, here well, we go. <laughs> so anyway, uh, are we, are we finished with, cause I've got one question. Okay. <clears throat> From, uh, is, is this not Heth? <laughs> Not Heth. That's a, that was a, was a Swedish. Uh, I guess anyway, so. Anyway. Uh, it says FMK. I don't know what that means. Sterling Gilbert, Skip Hulch, or Carl. Um, I think this is a fuck, Mary kill question. And uh, I'm going to, I mean, I mean, between Sterling Gilbert and Kip, Kip Holtz, Skip Holtz, I'm going to go ahead and kill Carl. <laughs> um, <laughs> Still, Irving Gilbert's a good-looking man. I feel like I can make that work. As a marriage? No, I'm just going to fuck him. <laughs> and then Skip Holtz, I would just once again roast his ass for eternity from the fucking uh, the mudroom. Why isn't the kitchen clean, Skip? My mother-in-law's moving in, Skip. What the fuck, Skip? And I get to call him Skip forever because that's just hilarious. Because a grown man's named Skip. <laughs> That got so weird. I don't care. So fast. <laughs> Leave that in. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? That's already off the of fucking rails. Um, what? Oh, we got tickets. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going uh, to answer that question. Uh, no. Moving on. Uh, we've got two tickets to give away for two lane. To Paradise? Pretty much. Um, you know what? I think we're going to be the only people to get the Eddie money joke there. Uh, thanks uh, to Pablo Iglesias uh, at the Pops 20 who uh, so kindly donated season tickets for us to give away. You're the shit, Bob. Uh, there were three questions to uh, you had to answer. Tulane is one of three schools from Louisiana USF has played. Who are the others? And that is Nichols State and McNeese State. One of those worked out really well. <laughs> Number two, what two USF players ran for over 100 yards in last year's game at uh, Tulane? Me and Colin. Uh, flowers and dice. Damn it. I believe. Yeah. Flowers and dice. And then number three, Tulane played in the 1932 Rose Bowl. What other two AAC teams have appeared in a Rose Bowl? Ooh, I actually don't know this. Um, AAC? Houston? Incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Navy and Smith and SMU. Old Southwest Conference, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm also stupid. Yeah, Wakanda. All right, and the winner is E-Magic813. Congratulations, Eric. E-Magic, you have just won two tickets to the USF game. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo. If you resell them, we will find you. 
and we will probably give you a high five and say, nice job. Yeah. It's cause this is not going to be good. <laughs> You're not going to make a lot of money. It's going to take you more effort to sell. It probably it. is. Um, you let's you see, uh, men's basketball, Mayan Kurt, uh, got declared, uh, immediately eligible today, which is fantastic news. And another weapon for speaking of LSU tigers, we were talking about, earlier. we were, Oh, that's yeah, a call. That's what we, that's a callback folks. You're welcome. Bang. Uh, he, uh, is declared immediately eligible for Brian Gregory and men's basketball. I will say it again. USF men's basketball will finish 500 or better this season. I believe in Brian Gregory. I believe in the guys that he brought in. This is going to be a, a actually a fun season y'all. And plus cupcake out of conference schedule. I've been hurt so many times. <laughs> actually, we have, an cake. we have an announcement to make. Um, the members of this podcast will be playing uh, USF in a game that counts over here <laughs> at the courts about a block and a half from here at Kate Jackson Park. Um, yeah, they're not is playing that, a lot. Is of that by the one day seat liquor store? No, it's the other ones. It's the one by the one close I, to. Uh, I Hyde can't Park. make it. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, we are going to mention that at some point during this season, we're going to have a uh, podcast giveaway. We're going to. Purchase a box for one game for either men's or women's. We haven't flushed out the whole details. Not going to lie to you. And uh, <laughs> not like us at all. <laughs> Weird, right? And we're going to uh, give one listener, for some reason, two tickets to come sit with us. And shoot the shit. Shoot, shoot the, the shit. shit. And then you're going to really, really, really question why the fuck you're listening to this. <laughs> um, I would prefer for the women's game. Let's do it. If we're going to do we're, it. No, and the funny thing is, and it's bullshit that the men's games are more expensive than women's games. So this is going to be completely selfish reasons because cheaper and better basketball. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we love, yeah. um, I mean, you know, we could probably get Jose and then come up and come say, Jose to bring you a fucking drink if you want. And, shit. <laughs> and at the women's games, you know, they do have, um, the best deal in town is still the women's basketball season ticket. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's like 250 oh, it's bucks. Nothing. It's like 250 bucks. Yeah. You get free beer before the game and at halftime. Like, Come on, man. Sign me up. And you can you can legitimately get floor seats for forty bucks a pop. No, not anymore. They're sold out. You cannot get a floor seat. I didn't There's say. A I didn't say list. from USF. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The way we're getting the cheap box is the same way we're doing this. No, yeah, that's true. Okay. There's a um, secondary for a reason, kids. I, uh, finally, I will say USF is own one without Dr. Andrew Gridrich. So there's that. Andy's gone. Fire everyone. Sad. So there's that. Um, looking over my notes, I think we touched. Uh, Syracuse is what 19 in the in the poll now too. Yeah, I believe so. So Syracuse is going to be ranked in the BCS poll for the first time. CFP, USF you said BCS. You're so fucking old. I am so old. Um, yeah, good. Rich already doing good things up there in the Central New York. I remember the Civil War. <laughs> he probably does. Um, yeah, you were. Actually, on the right side of that, because you, you know, filled I was a Yankee. <laughs> yeah. But you fought for the South. But I so carpet the worst. Yeah. I carpet bagged my ass down here. And you still live in a one bedroom. Cut that out. That was mean. I'm sorry. What's wrong with living in a one bedroom? I also live in a one bedroom. And you will die alone. Is well, basically what he was that's saying. The, yeah. Cut all that out, Vito. Leave that. Leave part it in. Oh, <laughs> <God. laughs> um, I think that's probably it. Um, so we're not going to go over the FMK for the rest of you guys? No. Nope. Correct. Yeah, we're correct, correct, correct. We're not correct. weird. Correct. You're welcome, um, Heath, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you for bearing with us through... Uh, what a, we knew was going to happen. Yeah. God damn it. Thank you for listening to the Bluminati podcast presented by RP Electrical Solutions, LLC. 
813-426-6592. Find them on Facebook at... RP Electrical Solutions, LLC. Again, that phone number just for you podcast listeners is 813-426-6592. They'll turn you on. (laughs) Uh, Not giving up yet. This team can still make adjustments. They can still get better. They got three games against inferior opponents that they should be able to beat and set up what would be, no matter what, a rocking atmosphere at Ray J. I still want it to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't see any evidence that it's going to happen. But that's also what I said in 2016 when we were one and th- or 15 when we were one and three and Willie was on the chopping block and then they turned it around and the season got switched. Well, I think at that point we had coaches that were willing to make adjustments. Right. And I'm worried that we're not going to do that. But I still want us to. I still hope we can do it. Go Corgis. Go Bulls. Go Corgis. Prove me wrong. Go Bulls.